This is Cinema Degeneration. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing that. Just some things you gotta do. We all go a little mad sometimes. You wanna know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured? You just can't let them go? Go! Hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play? <laughs> Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains. And your suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. They all flow down here. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Boy, our introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to all things Grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot, nasty goodness. Come on in, pull up a chair and grab you a slice. The biggest, bloodiest horror show in history. I drink your blood. Men become animals and eat their victims. I drink your blood. an entire town with rabies and turns a group of men into a band of bloodthirsty zombies ravaging a peaceful countryside. <coughs> I drink your blood will make your blood curdle and your skin crawl. You will sit there and suffer through the tortures of the damned. You will sit and watch this shocking ugliness splashing across the screen. You will ask yourself, what acts of sadism will this electric knife be used for? What horrors will be performed with this axe, this hose, this dagger, this gun, this sword? All the implements necessary to make this the ultimate in adult horror films. painted a bloody picture, but it is only a small part of what actually takes place in I Drink Your Blood. Can you take it? If you have a strong constitution, we challenge you to test it and sit through.
I drink your blood. Alrighty, folks. Welcome once again to Cinema Degenerations Grindhouse Pizzeria. The, the pizza ovens are fired up and warming up, and we got a couple of fresh pies getting ready to come out the oven. And we have quite a little uh, interesting flick for you this evening, a Grindhouse classic with 1970s I Drink Your Blood, which was often yes. uh, double-featured with I Eat Your Skin. Two totally unrelated movies. Um, I think I Eat Your Skin was actually produced six years before it was released, so it sat on a shelf for six years till it found life as a double-feature with I Drink Your Blood. And joining me this evening, or I should say this afternoon, is my usual cohort in crime, Tom Commissar, Tommy K. How the fuck are you doing, sir? Matt, I am doing fucking wonderful, and I can't wait to talk about I Drink Your Blood. Yeah, this was a good one to revisit. You know, sometimes some of these are a little painful to revisit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for various reasons, but this one right. was not. I, I you know, I, I, I guess you can probably guess where I'm going with this when, when I say things like this is one of the finest Grindhouse movies ever made. Uh, it, it's got a little bit of everything. It's it's death, destruction, rabid hippies, crazy construction workers, crazy kids that do stupid things that uh, otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. <laughs> There's murder death destruction it's 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 craziness from beginning to end and i hadn't seen this in probably a good 10 or 12 years i mean i own a copy of it on dvd but i just have not watched it and i was glad to revisit it i did not know though uh in doing some of my deep diving on this movie that this was the first movie to ever be rated x on violence alone did you know that i did not know that wow yeah, it, was, it says that a couple of the things that I read said it was the first and some it said it was one of the first. So it depends on, you know, what you uh, what your which source that you're reading from. But, yeah, it was a, one of the first movies uh, rated X from the MPAA based on violence other than just nudity. And so, several of the scenes had to be trimmed and altered to, for the movie to get an R in the original distribution our distributor and the director didn't want to mess with it, didn't want to alter it. They actually thought about not releasing it at all if they were going to have to, you know, go back and re-edit it. So they told Fuck some, it up. Yes. <laughs> they got all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, told some of the movie houses, some of the projectors, like and projectionists and whatnot, like if you want to, you know, if you want to uh, edit this yourself, you can do it, but like we're not going to do it. So right. the they but they agreed to make certain cuts and. It, uh, it's a crazy movie. I can't. I can't understand why this would get rated X for violence. I mean, maybe back in 1970 because of the time. That it yeah, came out. I think it's the times. You know what I mean? I mean, we're you know coming from 2021. I mean, 22. I don't even know what year I'm in. 2022. <laughs> what year am I in, Cameron? And uh, it just, I don't. And, uh, <laughs> I don't and, know what year I'm let, in. Let me look it up real quick. I got my phone here. Let me see. So, uh, I, uh, you know, but, yeah, you think back and stuff, but, you know, that's just the way it was back then, you know, like stuff that, you know, we've seen so much stuff over the years. It's like we're kind of jaded, you know, and I think we all know that, you know, we're kind of, can you see stuff? But you think about back then, you think, you know, some of the stuff that was, like, horrifying, like, what? You know, we're now we're like, oh, that's cool. Like, we like it, you know, because, it's you know, we like gore and we like violence in these movies. 
but you think some of these people saw this stuff. They were watching, you know, the sound of music, you know, and you you know or something, and that was like, you know, you go went and saw this at the drive-in, not knowing what you're gonna see, and all of a sudden, yeah, you probably would freak out. You know, it'd probably be pretty shocking to you. So <laughs> it does seem weird, you know, rated X. You're like, what? But you know, I guess yeah, that's what they, you know. it, it just shows you how the times have changed, and how this right, you know, most of what's in this would be pretty much allowed on like network television you know right yeah uncut you know just like it is but uh, uh, i i read a story uh on the wikipedia that the one of the lead actors baskar who played horace jones the cult leader said right. that when one of the the premieres for the movie he had taken his then girlfriend to the movie and less than like halfway through she ran out of the movie theater apparently vomited and left him <laughs> like, I lost like, my chick. Then you know you're doing something right if you make a movie right, you didn't, impact like yeah, that. You didn't need her his other girls for you. <laughs> get that's, I, get you, get you, you know, a girl that, that, that can handle a movie like that, like we did, you know? You know, right, exactly. Well, you know what's weird? It's like you hear so many stories like, like, I, like I've seen stuff you're like, you know, it's pretty repulsive. I know just people the way, but. Sometimes you just like, yeah, you think you hear stories like that, like people just throwing up. It's like, God, that must be weird. Like you're watching a movie and you have to actually vomit and start running out of the theater. That's got to be hard. That's got to be. Or or watching somebody do that, you know, you know, like watch, running out of the theater and vomiting, you know, in the lobby or something. And not, you know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, that just must. That must well, I remember so the, the, the last time I remember seeing anything like that was when we went to go see uh, the theatrical version of It, Chapter One. Right. And we, we've seen it in the packed theater. There was a lady that was so freaked out by uh, Pennywise when he first came on. She must have had a, the, whatever, a, the, the cold phobia, I think is what it's called, you know, phobia of clowns or something, because she freaked out. Uh, freaked out, dropped her purse, dropped everything out of her purse, was scrambling to pick up her stuff and get, and she, it, it was apparent she was ready to get the fuck out of there. But it's like, well, oh. I, I remember, well, I remember I saw, you know, I was a little kid, but me and my brothers, we went and saw Jaws on opening weekend. And I remember the scene where uh, the leg, like the showing the ocean and the leg comes up from the top of the screen wearing the tennis shoe and it floats down. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that, that that and the old man, you know, popping out of the thing with the eyeball, that whatever, uh, you know, that scene. But I remember when that when that leg came down, the blood skirtling, cur- skirtling, curdling screams that that came from that audience. It was just like I, I never. I mean, it was, it was like, <gasps> I mean, people, you never hear stuff like that nowadays. And, I mean, people were just like, ah! it's just, oh my god, it was just screaming bloody murder and it was just like and then you know it's funny because they were it's not they weren't just they were scared it freaked them out it freaked me out but i just gasped i was like you know like looking at yeah i don't know that i've ever really i don't ever scream but people were and then afterwards people like you know they nervously laugh after because it's like oh shit i've had my breath taken away by some yeah well i was like that with that I was just like, oh, I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, I then oh, I couldn't get that image out of my head, you know. Like when I remember that after leaving, you're like, oh shit, you know. Makes you think twice but, about going swimming in the ocean again, doesn't it? Oh, Jaws! I'm telling you, and I'm not the only one who thought of this. Jaws made you fucking stub your toe or something in a swimming pool. You were freaking out. 
If you, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's fucking, it's true. You, my friend had a pool. We didn't have a pool, but my friend had a built-in swimming pool, and we go swimming. And I remember after Jaws, you would like look and like you would like. I don't know, man. It was weird. You were just everything. You were in water or anything, man. It was like you thought of Jaws. You know, like and that summer was insane. Like you, like, and then of course going to the ocean. You know, yeah. like everything. It was there was a shark every ten minutes. You know, oh, shark. You know, like something going on. Yeah. What touched some seaweed? It's like shark. Oh yeah, you step on some seaweed. You get you get. You get a seaweed, you know, thing, vine wrapped around your ankle. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were you were screaming. You were running for the mountains. You know, like, oh, my God. It was. This crazy. movie will make, the, though, however, I drink your blood will make you run away from meat pies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. In fact, we're getting back to the movie. It's definitely got, yeah, the meat pies thing is fantastic. Yeah. So do you remember, I mean, yeah. do you remember the first time you seen this and what your first impression was of it? I remember, uh, I don't remember, it was a long time ago. I don't remember where, but I, I, I remember the, uh, I, I'm, I just remember the whole thing with the, with the hippies. Uh, cause I remember that, uh, like, they, you know, those were always like growing up. It was like, you know, you know, damn dirty hippies, like everybody, like the older folks, like, you know, it was like, and a hippie cult. Yeah. You that know, was, well, that was everybody's up, biggest fear was running into a couple of long haired like hippies, hippies, right? Hippies are bikers, like biker gangs, like, you know, and in, in a way that, you know, you couldn't blame them. Like, you know, like it was especially after Manson. I mean, in 69, I was five years old. So like, uh, you know, like, you know, they've compared this to like a Manson like cult. This 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 satanic cult in here. Oh, it's very and, close. Yeah, and and so you think of mats and you think of that, and you you would think of it was you know they were seen as dangerous, you know, and like all drug and you know like everybody thought you know you smoke marijuana or or take some LSD and you you know you <clears throat> you grab a knife and you go out and kill people. I mean, people had you know there was people was the psyche of uh, people just you know that. Just living, you know, whatever quote unquote normal, you know, jobs and lives in the, in the suburbs or wherever. Yeah, it was like it was. They were scary. They were they were perceived as like you know. Yeah, I think it was also fear of the unknown. You know. It's... Sure. So you know, it was kind of weird. So I, uh, I think, uh, I think I freaked out more when I saw it originally uh, when that when the scene with the uh, with the chicken getting his throat slit. I was like that. That bothered me <laughs> because yeah, I, that's the, the one scene that bothers me the most because they legit kill that chicken on screen. That like kind of rolls its eyes back and like the blood comes out of its beak, you know. And you're like, oh, you know, they have even, to do that. I mean, like I know things were a little more lax in the '70s, but they even didn't the have rat, to do that. Even the rats. I, mean, I know that you know those are those are legit dead real rats that were they killed. You know, I, I mean, I, I have to. Think that I don't know that. Well, I actually, I read. Uh, I got a bit of trivia on that. Um, the the most of the rats, the live ones, were actually trained rats that were actually used in the movie Willard as well. Whoa, really? Yeah. Okay. And the dead rats, they uh, I didn't write down where, but they bought them from like a medical supply warehouse or something like that. Might have been Unita, like from Return of the Living Dead. I don't know. But right, they right. Bought, they had bought them. And had and they were all gray, so they painted them brown so that they would match the live rats that they had. The director, uh, David Durston, who directed this movie, said that the only only animal that was killed on camera, according to him, 
was the chicken. Even the goat oh. that they're seeing dragging around was uh, bought from a slaughterhouse. Oh, so it was already dead? It was already dead. Oh, so they dragged the chicken. Yes, the chicken say that too. The, the goat freaked me out. Of course, I was, you know, I don't, I don't remember when I saw it. But yeah, I remember it was like, stuff like that. I was like, ugh, you know, that freaked me out. But uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. that that's, but uh, some of those rats, like when they put them on the little spear and they put them in the flames, you know, they look legit, like real rats. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think <laughs> they, 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 were all, they were all real, but they were all previously like, dead and, and bought that way. So, so they're bought like, dead. Oh, bought, okay. so, they, so they bought them dead. I got you. So, you know, that's so, so they, they died somehow. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I think, <clears throat> like I said, I don't remember when I saw, but I remember that. I always remember the, uh, they always, you know, the hippie gang thing and bikers always made good bad guys in those older movies. And I remember that shit. It was always like, you know, you know, the biker dudes with, you know, the German helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and stuff like that. We've talked about in other movies, you know, so they've all, but back then it was like, like in drive-ins and shit. It was always, it always seemed like that. So, but, um, but that, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I, 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 I knew, I, I remember, I remember when we talked about doing this one, I remember I was, yeah, I was, it was pretty excited because, you know, definitely that, that period of time brings back early memories of my first movies experiences, you know, with real weird violence and shit that I was kind of shocking, you know, and it was cool. Yeah, I think you know, this first like, time I watched this, I rented it on VHS somewhere around when I was about like 12, 13 years old. Right. And I remember being blown away because this was one of the first, you know, movies from the late 60s, early 70s that I had seen. And I was just like, oh, I'm all for this. Right. You know, warping my fragile little 12-year-old mind. And, and I've never been the same ever since. And it also goes with that that opening sequence, man, to like when they're doing the uh, the satanic sacrifice and ritual and whatnot. And the, the, the one girl, uh, Sylvia, is watching. The first thing I remember thinking was like... <laughs> You know, you're spying on the satanic ritual. No good can come of it. Right. Yeah. You're you're gonna there's nothing this isn't gonna end well and then you guys are gonna go out and get something to eat and talk about it later. Like this is something bad is going to happen to you. You shouldn't be there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're gonna reap what you sow. You you shouldn't be spying on these people. Just just saying, just saying. It's got a vibe, just the gang itself has got a vibe, kind of like in like Last House on the Left. Um, that that uh, that uh, that kind of like I don't know, weird. That the cult leader, this that psychotic kind of weird kind of shit going on. It's like I don't know. Oh, made, the made, made, Horace made, character, yeah, Horace, yeah, Horace Bones. It made for a good. It made for good villainy. You know, villain, villainy, villainy. Vill it made for a good villain. And you know, you one know, thing that's a. a of notoriety of this movie is that the the gang or, or you know that the hippie cult is very diverse there's men there's women right there's, right there's there's uh people of different ethnicities right uh, everybody is very different and very much an individual character it's not just a cookie cutter right and uh, I, I i kind of think it stands out for that very reason another thing that's a standout is this is the first film they debut film introducing miss lynn lowry it was yes, the first movie is, she did. Yes, it is. And she had a pretty, uh, I'm not saying she didn't have work to do, but she had a pretty good thing because she played the mute. <laughs> yeah. She played the mute. She didn't have any lines, but she was gorgeous as ever. You look at it and you think, oh, man, 
No wonder they hired her. God, she's great. I mean, she's just, she's, just got she, a, she's got a presence about her. Yeah, you know, I noticed like even if she's even if she's in the background, I'm 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 looking at her. Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, she'll be in the back. Have you, have you noticed that? Do you do that? Well, or you you're know, just kind of like people you know, that, you know, the men, women, young, old, short, tall, thin, fat. I mean, it doesn't matter. There right. are certain people that the camera just loves. You turn the camera on. Yeah, it's not just it's not just necessarily yeah, just because she's beautiful. It's just something about them. There's a charisma. There's a. There's kind of a presence that you know that you, yeah, yeah it's why, a certain why, kind of it makes you the, you turn on the camera and you you're you're just transfixed and she's one of those type of characters right. you, yeah you know, and uh, but yeah she's great she's great in the movie but never has to utter a word never says a, a damn thing and you know they do make a point at least at one point like uh, halfway two thirds of the way through the movies uh, saying that she is a mute so it's just like okay we didn't just not allow her to have any lines <laughs> right right. Well, it's the first movie. We won't give her any lines. We'll break her in easy. She could have lines <laughs> on the second movie, you know. And uh, <clears throat> like, yeah. But uh, but I have to say, Horace, the guy who played Horace, um, I actually like Horace a lot, even though he's a scumbag in the thing. I think I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like he, he played he's a good. A good yeah, I, I, but I liked I liked this character, even though he's a bad guy and he's a scumbag. You know, it, there's something about him I thought was very. I, I liked the, the casting was great with him. I think he was, you know, he he really shined to, you know, I don't know. There's just something about him. I really thought as a villain and a leader of this cult, they they got they got the right guy. You know, I, yeah, thought, he, I uh, thought he did a great job. I liked him, and I also liked uh, the Rollo character. Rollo, yeah, he Rollo was, was good. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was really. He knew good. how He's, to he knew how to emote. Like he had yeah. some crazy eyes and crazy expressions, especially when everybody starts coming down with rabies. He was. Yeah, I even had a note here. I'm like, yeah, Rollo's done lost his fucking mind. He he's yeah, Rollo. If Rollo was walking at me with a cupcake in his hand, I would have been scared because he just his eyes, like you know what I mean. It's like he didn't have to carry an axe, you know, or anything. I mean, he 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 brought it. I mean, he was terrifying. But you know, he's running after you and stuff. You're like, holy shit, you know, this guy and everything. And he did when they came on to the to the rabies, you know, and all that whole thing when they started getting affected by all that. He, he was, he was fantastic. And he was, he was terrifying. You but know, I like actually the most terrifying character in the, in this, and it's, uh, it's going to sound weird. So bear with me. Pete. Pete. Little Pete. I was just going to say Pete, the little boy, his the little boy. It's fantastic. his, it, it, it's his, the whole movie, right. like the least, the, the whole, like, you know, last, you know, the, the, the first third is, you know, the cult's fault, you know, because they, they attack his sister. Right. They attack the grandpa. They force feed him LSD. So, you know, they, they attack everybody. They're causing trouble in this little, it's kind of like a little mining town that's getting ready to be taken out by a dam that's being headed off by the construction crew. So the whole town is, for those of you listening at home, the whole town is, is deserted except for the people that, couple people living in town. You know, there's a town nearby that's like eight miles away, and that's where all the commerce is. But all there's left is a couple abandoned houses, the old abandoned hotel where the cult, you know, holds up for a little while, and the bakery. The bakery is the only thing left because right. they're providing the construction crew with food. Right. But fucking Pete, he gets this, this idea in his head. He's like, I'm going to get these guys back for what they did to my grandpa. But that's that's the whole thing there. It's like, I'm getting, this is the whole thing was the, the whole idea of infecting the meat pies with rabies. And, you know, he goes out and he kills that, like, that, 
rabid dog, takes the blood, injects it into the meat pies. Not a smart idea. The worst idea, <laughs> worst plan ever. But I thought the idea was that he does it to get Grant to, to get uh, well, revenge for beating up his grandpa. But is this like okay? So just the hell with his sister. The, the well, fact that they right. they raped and beat her up is like nah, no no need I to take revenge there. But I think there was a little of that there, but it didn't seem like they were they didn't were too worried about the sister getting raped as much as yeah grandpa getting fucked over. Just to kind of fill in the folks here, if you haven't seen it, basically this 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 hippie cult. They're doing this satanic thing, and then their vehicle breaks down, so they have to walk, and they come across this little town of like forty, like like Cramon was saying. There's nobody there, and uh, they they basically come in and they kind of take over, and uh, and and the one girl that was raped is actually the daughter of the veterinarian, which is Grandpa, yeah, and gra yeah. Grandpa goes over. They take over this old house, um, and they they go inside and they basically bust in they take it on it's full of rats and shit and it's this filthy old abandoned house looks and, like you uh, would get uh hepatitis just, just from right just kind of walking in, walking the in there you get touching the door handle and uh they uh and basically um uh grandpa goes over there to whoop some ass with his shotgun and get him for the rape of his granddaughter so it's that's that's noble enough but they take grandpa and they basically they punch you know horace punches him in the gut and takes grandpa out with very little effort and then they stuff LSD down the poor old fucker's throat and they stomp on his glasses and it's just a bad deal for gramps um pete because pete i like pete though with his you know he he rescued grandpa they throw him out of there and pete like sticking up for grandpa and coming at him with a branch trying to get away from them and they end up getting brand grandpa back to the house pete and um and then that night Pete's going to go back with a shotgun and like shoot these fucks. But when he goes out in the woods, there's a, there's a, a dog, like a medium sized kind of a mutt that just full of rabies. I mean, this thing's got foam flying out of its mouth. So he has to shoot the dog and he kills it. In the meantime, there's a backstory about the meat pies being made at the bakery uh, yeah. by the, by, by that actress. I forget uh, her name and that, that was, uh, but she, uh, I'm sure camera can look that up real quick. I gotta remember, but she's this really nice lady, and she's she uh, she's making these meat pies. And he, oh, Mildred, gets Mildred, that's Mildred. it. Yeah, yeah, she's and, played and, by uh, Elizabeth Brooks. That's it. That thank you. And uh, <clears throat> so he goes back to the he goes down to the basement where Grandpa's veterinarian hospital is, and he gets like some syringes and that. And he fills a doctor's bag up. He goes back to the woods and takes a syringe. And he pulls, you know, he basically gets rabid blood out of his dead dog. And Great I remember, because I'd forgotten plan. about this, and I'm like, I remember laughing when I was watching it, and I'm kind of laughing, and, you know, I got my, like, little headphones on, and my wife's looking at me like I'm nuts. And I, and I she's like, what, what's going on? And I go, I can't, I remember how cool this was with this little kid. Like, you know, he gets the revenge. He goes and he injects these meat pies with his rabid blood. Like, how disgusting is that? You know, it was like, fuck, like, what maniac wrote that? You know, it's great. I love it. And oh. so this little, this little boy, he's, uh, he's putting it in the meat pies. And then uh, you were going to say, I'm sorry? I was just going to say, uh, Pete's played by a young actor that was named Riley Mills. That's that it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, he, uh, he, he pumps him full of that. And then he kind of sneaks up like in the morning when the hippie gang, a couple of the gang Rollo and a couple other people come in and they're looking for something to eat. 
and he just kind of tricks them. He pulls out this tray, like, they're on sale for 25 cents if you buy all 12. And they're like, ah, we don't want no meat pies. We're sick of meat pies or whatever. Yeah, no one and, who and, wants to eat meat pies for breakfast, so, breakfast right? So they, 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 Pete talks them into it, and they end up taking these boxes of meat pies home. And then they sit around and, you know, they're all sitting back at the hippie pad that the house they took over and they're eating these meat pies. So, oh, you know, what I wrote down was the grossest scene. The grossest yeah, scene to me disgusting. is not the blood, not the gore, not the, the mayhem is listening to them <laughs> eat, eat and watch them. Like, oh, it's gross. Just like the sounds of people like eating and chewing with their mouths open is just like. <laughs> <laughs> There's like. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, you know, and like slurping on their fingers, you're like, oh fuck, please stop the torture. Yeah, oh exactly. Gross this, ass shit. This Gross is what people ass. probably ran out. People were probably vomiting on that scene. You know, running out of the theater, screaming, "Stop eating!" But uh, they, so and so anyway, so it, that's a good setup because they got and uh, they, you know, they they eat up all that shit. The one thing I was going to bring up, the one scene when their car broke down, I thought this was a fucking weird scene. Oh, when the truck they got, breaks they, down and they yeah, push it over yeah. the ravine. Well, they got their they got this one buddy in the back. I guess they don't like him very much. And he's still sleeping. And Horace tells him to shh, don't tell him. They all get out. And they, yeah, they yeah, don't they, wake they, him they, up. <laughs> they push this pan, it's like a panel van truck. I don't know what it like old Chevy or something. Mm. And they uh they roll it off the side of a like a hill, like a cliff. Now, they don't know how, you know, like, they just roll it off. Now, the thing doesn't flip and blow up or anything like most car things do when they go off. It just rolls down the bottom of this hill. And basically, the dude inside, they go down there, and they're all laughing. They open the door, and I guess they're all on LSD all the time. I guess they're always on LSD. And they're laughing and think it's funny. And he comes out all pissed off and bloody, and then he's just kind of like, ugh, ugh. You know, and then it's like I would have been like motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I'd be I'd be picking up shit. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start killing you, motherfuckers. I'll get But I guess he just really flips them off, and everybody else is just laughing. yeah, everybody's laughing like no big deal. Like, dude, you fucking could have killed this son of a bitch. But I guess they don't like him because you know it doesn't. Get well, he does good question. Him later on. The, he does question the main guy, Horace. Right. And right. he's like, "Do you ever question me again?" And he's like, "I'll fucking skin you alive," you know. And I'm like. I guess he's one of the few guys that doubts this, this kind of Charles Manson-ish, you know, kind yeah. of cult leader. But the, the the ridiculous part to me wasn't even the fact that they pushed the the van or the panel truck over the side of this hill. It was just like the, the, the truck just broke down. Right. It, 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 it likely <laughs> looked like it just had a radiator that was overheating. And like right, they, right. They, they, they didn't have to trash it. They probably you didn't have to like fucking destroy it. You know, like, I don't they could have got a gallon of water and like uh, limped it to the next town. But right. the idea is like, hey, let's push it over the cliff. Hey, let's also do it while our buddy is still sleeping. You know, yeah, we'll see what happens. Sh- sh- don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get him. You know, like, like you do it. Like, you know, like, oh, Jesus. It's like, I was laughing. But um, uh, there is now there is another character in there who um, was sort of a, he was a like a blonde guy who didn't eat the pies. He didn't he, he was disgusted by it. And that he was, was Andy. Kind of, and Andy kind of had eyes for the um, daughter. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the granddaughter that was raped. They're like they're like when I say daughter, he's like they're like the same age, like teenagers. What was the daughter? Sylvia. 
Sylvia, yeah, Sylvia, because and, he, uh, had, he had invited her there, and because I was just a local girl, right. she wanted to see what was going on, and then they obviously did not take too kindly to that, right? And uh, so he he's basically kind of the, the so the hippies now are starting to you know they're starting to get sick, you know, like the ones who ate the pies, like everybody, like some people are getting worse, some people it's not hitting them as hard yet, but they're getting like Horace and then Rollo. Rolo is really getting. Uh, yeah, Rolo's know, getting hit hit by he, he, he's worse getting, than anybody. He's getting hit hard. I mean, he's all sweaty, and he's like eyes are like you know as wide as you can get, and he's getting terrifyingly like just like he's you know the the rabies are taking over, and that's when he yeah he kills that guy that friend of theirs that guy that was in the back because that guy's like sleeping the whole time. He's like the guy well, in. They uh, did a, uh, they did a uh, like an experiment, not an experiment, but a ritual thing on him where they cut his feet. You know, they. That's uh, right. Yeah, they did a thing. Yeah, they cut his. They do a. They get. They're doing like some sort of ritual, and they they take a knife and they he's barefoot and he sliced the bottom. They they slit ooh. each foot. You that know, made my like, butt pucker. Yeah, I mean, it's like what the fuck. So now they got him all wrapped up and his feet wrapped up and he's kind of laying there, but he's just kind of like he's I don't know if he's knocked out or whatever, and he's just kind of laying there. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, it's probably just from the pain alone. Pain. You know? And then Rollo ends up like freaking out, grabbing a dagger and has a moment. And he fucking basically just starts like smashing this dagger into the guy's fucking abdomen. And he wakes up. Ah, you know? And then, <clears throat> of course, and it was Andy sees all this. He witnesses all that. And then he ends up getting the fuck out of there. Didn't he run over to the grandpa's house when Sylvia's at, didn't it? Yeah, like yeah, they, he, he hightails it and gets the fuck out of there, which is, he's the one smart one of the group. He's the only right. one that, A, didn't eat the pies, and, two, got the hell out of there. Right. So he gets over there, and they kind of make peace, I guess. Uh, you know, he you know she kind of forgives him, and it's almost like, you know, they didn't attack her. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like she's not that, she kind of, she's easy to forgive him anyway, you know, even, you know, even, and even though he knows it was his fault that that happened to her. Right. And, right. uh which I always yeah. had a problem with. It was just like, you know, like he was just as responsible as any of everybody else, but right. kind of play it off within the confines of the movie that, you know, he is quote unquote the good guy of the group. Yeah, he's not as yeah, he's not really that bad, you know. So whatever. So he's so he's not all fucked up with the rabies. Uh and it just gets weirder and weirder now. They got one character in there, I forget her name in it, but she's the girlfriend of Horace, she's the one that keeps that wears the wig that she kind of pulls on and off, and she's pregnant. Oh, that and, is, uh, I forgot the actress's name, but the character's name is Molly. Molly, Molly, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, oh, that's, she's she, yeah. that's my, I'm looking it up here. Rhonda Fultz is plays Molly, so she's got a pretty fucking, she's got some pretty crazy shit, um, going on with her too, and it. it Wait, am I getting ahead of myself here? Where we? I mean, we don't have to cover it in linear fashion. And yeah, everything kinda, past the infection of the with the rabies is pretty uh, crazy <laughs> to begin with. So right. Well, they've got what happens is the the um, just try to get too far ahead. We can introduce the other characters there because it's important at the end. And then uh, the lady that plays the um, the uh, the uh, the the lady at the bakery. Um, I forget oh, Mildred. her name. Mildred. That's right. I keep forgetting her name. Mildred. Uh, she kind of has, <clears throat> she's kind of got a little thing going with the guy that runs the construction crew. 
Um, he, I don't know if he's a local or he just, they just kind of met, but they, 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 you know, they talked to each other and, you know, they kind of got, you know, it's obviously they kind of got a thing going for it. And they at first, yeah, that's, that's Roger. They, yeah. And they wanted to blame the construction guys for the rape. And he's kind of like, well, why would, how do you know it's my guys, you know? And these guys are over down yonder later, somewhere small, farther in the town. They're working on something. I forget what it was, but they're, they're, and they're it's like never re- really quite shown what they're working on. It's always uh, outside but, of the construction zone because they didn't have a budget for that. <laughs> right, right. And so they're out there. And so basically, the you know, you got things are starting to get crazy now. They're they're running around. The, the people, you know, the hippies, they, they, um, they've got uh, who does who does Rollo chase? He goes after uh, that blonde girl. Uh, that blonde girl that she runs, she's oh. kind of like she's kind of like the sex kitten. She's kind of like you know, kind of like a, was it Shelly? Was her name Shelly? Is that Shelly or is that uh, that? I can't remember. Well, no, no, I, I, I'm getting mixed up here. I think because I'm mixing her up with Mildred. I don't, yeah, I'm not, well, basically, so she takes off running, and uh, you know, and Rollo's chasing her through the woods, and he's gonna, you know, and she's. Uh, isn't this when she runs in? Uh, she runs into the uh, the construction guys, right? Because they basically they come up with a plan to send a couple of guys over to check up on the house, and basically, you know, like, hey, these hippies are causing some trouble. Let's go, you know. And these guys go, yeah, you know, they're they're gonna go over and whoop some ass. So a couple guys go on a truck, and they they run into her, and she's like running straight, you know, away from him or something. I don't remember exactly what happened, but but uh, so. Now we got the construction yeah, I guys. I can't remember what her name is. I'm, uh, I tried looking her up, but uh, I'm, I'm getting kind of. It's, I think actually, now that I find found it, she is credited as just the blonde group member. Ah, okay. She's the only one that actually does not have they, an actual name in the the little cult. Well, they should have gave her a name because she was pretty cool. But anyway, she ends up she ends up kind of shacking I mean, up even, a couple. Of, I mean, even Lynn Lowry, who plays the mute, gets a name. They at least she's Carrie, but then right. <laughs> the other girl doesn't get a name. So they uh, and so basically, the the group is starting to 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 spread out, and they're kind of going crazy. Like Rollo is, uh, you know, he's obviously just going bananas, and and uh, and then you've got Horace, who's he's still back at the house, just raising hell, and uh, and then fights are breaking out, and you got construction guys that are showing up, and. Um, the, the, the construction guys don't do much in the way of trying to protect her. They just decide to take her aside and have a a, a party, and she's right. They they, they right. They take her away and realize that she's kind of like easy going about it, and she's pretty friendly. So they basically go off somewhere and have sex. They don't rape her, but you know it's like you know hey you know, you know and then, hey why don't we take a band yeah drunken right. abandoned <laughs> hotel sex with some random hippie girl that you've met. It was the nineteen seventy. And then they decide to take her back to the guys because they're like, yeah, yeah, the guys, yeah, the back, they'll enjoy all this. So they, you know, they're going to take her back for everybody to have a good time with her. So it's it's kind of that thing. But then it gets really weird. Like you've got the uh, you've got the pregnant girlfriend, and this is kind of sad. She's basically what happens now. A few of them break away, and then who is she with? And they go, and she's at that tree, and she finds that big stake. Well, before she finds the big stake, her and Carrie, Lynn Lowry's character, happen upon that random house with the the random lady that's just like hanging laundry and whatnot. And then, right, 
Yeah, and then she oh, invites yeah. them to come in, and, and she's going to make them some sort of dinner, and she's carving up a... She's going to make them ham sandwiches, and she's carving up a big ham with an electric carving knife. And then Carrie, Lynn Lowry, uh, gets her first of many uh, out of hundreds of kills that she's made in various horror movies, hacks off the lady's arm. Uh, she takes to, she uh, takes the electric knife, the steak knife, and picks it up, and the lady's looking at her. All of a sudden, the lady comes busting out of the house, holding her arm, you know, handless. Like, ah! And she falls over, and then... Lynn Lowry does this cool scene. She just walks out holding her hand, the severed hand. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, just and, staring at it very peculiar. You're like, wow, this is interesting, isn't it? Right. <laughs> and then what happened now? Now, Lynn, the Carrie character just kind of drops out, doesn't it? She, I mean, yeah, you don't at, see a lot of her after, after that, that I scene. don't believe we see her ever again. I think that's kind of like her... Like they show her doing that, and then that's pretty much about it. Um, yeah, because she's not shown during any of the uh, the end, uh, you know, the end finale uh, with all the the construction workers that you know with the big mob scene of the people that are all infected with rabies. They right. don't they don't ever show her again. I think they just kind of straight up forgot about her. Now they may have filmed some stuff and didn't show it, but they just but you know we don't. We don't get a resolve with her, but basically everybody else is getting, you know, things are happening and it's getting bad. Uh, they've got the couple of the guys that they sent out, construction guys. Uh, they go into the house and they they find uh, the their buddy that Rollo had killed. They find him laying on the floor, and uh, which by the way, Rollo at one point took uh, the axe or something and he hacked off the guy's leg and he's walking around with it, you know, like... Poking, yeah, poking people. it in people's faces. Right. <laughs> so, and then a couple of these guys, they run into these construction guys. They find that body and they're like kind of freaking out, of course, like, you know, and then they 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 kind of they get in a fight with Horace and Horace pulls a knife out and he slices the one dude's abdomen open and you see some some of his entrails and it's just kind yeah, of, and that just, looked like real entrails. That did not right. look like, that did not look fake at all. Yeah, that looked pretty good. That was a pretty good scene. So but every time uh, they keep cutting back to Rollo, he's always wandering around out in the woods. He's either got like a, a dead chicken, he's got a dead goat, he's got a dead rabbit. That he's always got like some sort of dead animal that he's right picking up. So what, what what's happening now is basically they're all you know rabies. Infected brains, and they're wandering around. And then you got this weird scene where Horace comes up on this, uh, this where this guy's got a bow constrictor. Remember that where he's got the big, he's got yeah, that big, the, uh, the, the random guy. Now, this is what I, I made a note here random snake farm with uh, with the sign that is misspelled. Every single word is just right. misspelled. <laughs> uh, Seriously. And, like it's got to be like you know obviously on purpose, but it's like let's misspell every word, you know. And uh, and it, it, what, what did, you, did you write down what it said? Oh no, I did not. I did, I, I, be- I failed to write that down. Well, I remember the one word, which is the giant, and you write the uh, giant is, is spelled G I U N T, and then the N is backwards. Giant. Constrictor yeah. with a K. Yeah, I remember that. Constrictor with a K. I remember <laughs> that. And it backwards ends the giant. <laughs> but oh. uh, but it's pretty. But it's cheap. It was only uh, it was only twenty five cents admission. 
but I think uh, Horace. Yeah, uh, and the mission was spelled. Uh, I remember it was a S H U N. Yeah. So anyway, so Horace got in for free, and uh, he went in there, and he while didn't have to pay twenty five cents. He did not pay any money. He owes the guy, but uh, so he's pulling the, the constrictor out, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, what's what's going to happen here?" And then the guy inside the house. It's just kind of weird. He comes out. He's he was kind of a weird dude. I remember that was really strange because his like horse is on his back choking him to death. His dentures pop out and fall out. (laughs) I don't know if that was meant to happen. That I don't know if meant, but I tell you what, if it wasn't, that was a good idea. Like, yeah, okay. By the way, spit your fucking dentures out because those don't look fake. That looks like the guy's real teeth. Oh yeah, that was like yeah. He probably came up with the idea, hey, I can spit my dentures out. Oh, shit, yeah, do that. You know, I mean, shit, I'd have said that. Fuck yeah, spit those right. fuckers out. If you, don't mind, it goes if you don't mind, sir. He's <laughs> like, oh, just pick them up out of the dirt. Stuff yeah, them right you back in your mouth. Yeah, bro, if you don't mind doing that, we'll film it. So he gets that guy and he strangles him. And then, again, we're, we're everybody's running around now. And then... Uh, well, that's when it cuts back to to Molly in the sad scene that you were t- getting ready to mention previously, because uh, Molly's s- sitting there by the t- the tree. Andy and uh, oh, Sylvia right. yeah. are now running around with uh, Sylvia's little little brother Pete, the one that infected everybody with the meat pies. Right, and he tries. Andy tries to tell her he's like the whole group's got rabies. The the meat pies were infect- infected, and he's like, "You mean like dogs? We're gonna die like dogs." And that's when she has that like that moment of realization. What's going to happen to my baby? Like, oh, so sad. Yeah, it is sad. She so she realizes there's no hope. She's like she knows she's got the rabies, and her and her baby are going to you know she doesn't want to become a you know a rabid you know maniac like the rest of them. The, the she moment finds, she's just crying and she's just sitting there sobbing and she pulls off her her wig. Her wig, just, yeah. Oh, it's just like that moment yeah. of realization is so sad. Like yeah, it is. It, it, it's it is. It's heartbreaking because she knows, like there's there's no way out of this. There's no way to fix this. And she grabs. She finds this wooden stake in the ground, and pulls it over to her. And she just takes this big wooden stake and like rams it in her abdomen. And it's like, oh god. Yeah. So she, she, you know, that, that's was, harsh. That's harsh. That was that was harsh. That was harsh. That might have been like, what uh, got them their. Uh... That could have been that, for, for violence back in the day. That probably you, I don't think you're freaking out when you're seeing these crazy hippies getting killed, but when you see that, you know, and uh, yeah, that that could have been the rated X. Like they probably said, cut that scene, fucking for real, dude. And but you know, I mean that that was that was harsh, man. I I was, you know, because because she doesn't just do it. She stares at the thing in her hand, and she's looking forward, like like kind of like. Like she knows what she has to do, and just she's kind of crying, and then she just and then she does it, like just plunges it into her. her and then own after belly. she does it, she almost has a smile and a sigh, of, like this sigh of relief. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, it's like oh, the, oh, the whole it, scene. It's a hard scene to watch. It's very God, hard it's to gut, watch. It's gut wrenching. It's 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 like that one thing you're like, oh, geez, yeah, we are watching a horror movie. Jesus, right. Wow. I mean, it's, it's not a, like uh, right. you know Serbian film territory, but it, it's it's still pretty right, harsh. Right, but it's it it's harsh. So, and then now we got you know it's it's just full on chaos. Everybody's running around. Uh, you got Rollo running after uh, Pete, Andy, and Sylvia. They're running. They're still like in that river. And of course, oh, we forgot to say that there's there's a description somewhere in the movie 
uh, where they're talking about if you get this, you know, rabies, whatever they call it, hydro something. Hydrophobia. That's and then if you get the thing, you're scared of water. So every time they're in water, um, there's uh, yeah, they're they're scared of of clear liquids. Right, right. I actually like looked up the like some of the the symptoms and the the causes of of rabies and whatnot. And yeah, because they said that that it was a fear of clear liquids and water, and fear of the color red. Right. Now we come up on another weird scene here. This is pretty. We forgot that we didn't mention. uh, Actress named Jaden Wong plays Sue Lin, and she's part of the the cult. She's part of the cult, and uh, uh, oh, I know what scene you're getting at. She's like an older lady, and I, I don't know if she's if she's kind of like an elder, and they look up to her, or she's she's an interesting character. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, she's well. They, they're back at the. Uh, they show the scene where they're back at the bakery, and you've got the uh, you got Margaret um uh, mildred rather mildred and then the dude that plays the who's the guy the guy that plays the head construction guy that she's oh, got boyfriends um, with uh well, forget the uh, actor's name but the character's name is roger roger roger, roger john yeah. damon john yeah yeah yeah, yeah john damon and, the actor and that plays him yeah so so she's back with roger and they're kind of talking about stuff and then sue lynn is in a parking lot and i, I don't know if she's coming on to the stuff but she basically pours gasoline like kind of all over around herself and and then she's like you know what's going to happen you know like what the what the, what the fuck and well, then she the, like, that's when horace comes back up and he's watching her and i think he's almost going to attack her until she sits down in this big puddle of gas right or she sets herself on on fire and just sits there and burns it's just like yeah crazy. it's pretty it's creepy it's like what the fuck it's it's pretty it's yeah it's a this is where I got to mention something about this movie, and it's been going on for like the last hour. Is like they're all frothing at the mouth, all the right nasty white stuff. It almost always it looked like uh, it looked like uh, marshmallow, like marshmallow, marshmallow cream. cream. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the, the budget. Yeah, that's what I got from the, this too. The jarred marshmallow, like take a spoonful of this, you know, and. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's. I was thinking that too. I was like, "What? What are they? That's not like Alka-Seltzer tablets on your tongue. Like, what no, is it, that?" It, it had even the consistency of like marshmallow yeah. fluff, and it's marshmallow not, cream. Yeah, it was pretty thick, and some of them had it on their, like, bu- a their lot budget. Thicker. Must have been uh, partially spent on right a, big, a, ca- a case of marshmallow cream, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, so we've got so Sue Lynn now is is dead. You've got and now we're coming up to some weird ass shit. Fucking even the uh, they've got the they have like a big there's like a big showdown now here between uh, you've got uh, Rollo and and uh, and Horace are finally going to have it out. Yeah, duking it out with a, <laughs> with, the, with a pirate sword and an axe. <laughs> right, Horace has got the sword. Fight. It is. It's a good fight scene, and Horace has got the sword, and uh, Rollo still got swinging the axe. And they're 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 going at it. They're kicking each other over, and they're they're ba- they're basically just two guys, you know, raving maniacs on you know with rabies. And they're and that's pretty good fighting. Like you think when you're watching it, you're like, these guys are swinging this axe, and he's pumping at him with that. I mean, this you know, it's they did good. A uh, you know, they did a pretty good job dodging and shit. You know, and fucking because they it looks like you know it didn't look like doubles. You know, these guys were yeah, it you know, didn't they look had like doubles, there. and they didn't look like they had a uh, they. Fake props. Those, those. Uh, yeah, those look like the shit they've been carrying around the whole movie, you know. 
And so basically, uh, they're, they're doing that. Uh, then you see the construction guys, which this gets bad because somewhere at that, some point, the construction guys, we didn't, well, they, they've been infected and now they're, they're back. They kind of, they're, they kind of came out of this, their house where they're staying at. And they're, they're basically, you know, racing like a big gang of construction guys with construction hats on. Like right with with the marshmallow shit flying out of their mouth, and they've got yeah, because it comes back too. and forth between them laying the siege upon uh, Mildred's bakery and Rollo right. and Horace, you know, having their their big like showdown. Now that's a pretty big scene because you remember Andy's was Sylvie, and Andy was like the blonde haired dude that was like supposed to be the good guy that didn't eat the stuff, and he was, you know, her and Sylvia now are kind of sweet on each other. And uh, he's helping Sylvie and Pete out. Well, one of those construction guys comes up on the porch with a machete. And this guy's got the got the marshmallow shit like crazy. This is a pretty good scene. He's like, oh, Andy's yeah. like, Andy's backed up on the porch kind of like, oh, oh, you know, like he doesn't know what to do. And then this dude just kind of comes up, singles him out, walks up <clears throat> and hacks, takes his machete and just comes in and hacks Andy's head off. <clears throat> and of course, and Sylvia's then the construction and... worker for the rest of the movie until they they all get mowed down at the end is continuously holding on to Andy's stuff. Yeah, head. and he's got some pretty cool eyes himself. He's there's a lot of scenes with him. He's just kind of ah! you know his eyes are open. He's laughing. He's like ah, and he's holding his head. And there's scenes where they're, they're inside this house looking out these windows, and he's out there just holding the head and taunting them. And it's fucking scary shit, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like wow. Wild. It's, He's, he's, that's another that's like, wow, this is fucking creepy. And then we go back, and Rollo and uh, Horace are still going at it. And uh, you got Horace biting Rollo on the neck. And, uh, you know, and then Rollo throws him off. And now Rollo's got the, uh, he's got the sword. And uh, they're getting ready for the big, uh, he comes up to him, and he basically, uh, he jabs. It comes, it's a pretty cool scene. He goes actually through the it, back. It, it, the angle of, that they uh, use is really interesting. Of, yeah, of Horace. And then the sword actually comes out of Horace's mouth. So it's a really good kill. You know, it's like, you know, and, and uh, so he's so he's done. And then we're back now where they're, it's like, now they're all at the bakery. And it's just, they're down like in the basement. You got Pete and Sylvia. She's got the shotgun. And it's just, it's just complete chaos. You've got the. Uh, Mildred, she's down at the steps, and they're trapped inside this thing. And <clears throat> all these construction guys now are basically tearing the. Now they're the really the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny to me because the way she fights them off, because Rollo's there and the construction workers all there, she picks up a hose and just starts spraying everybody with water. Right. <laughs> but and apparently, it's like, like you know, this time, all this, okay, I can understand part of their uh, the lore is that you know they're supposed to be afraid of clear liquid, liquids and water. But she sprays Rollo in the face; he collapses down on the car, and it's like the water in the face killed him because he right, just right. goes limp and, and, and yeah. dies. They the construction workers drag uh, him off the they car. Drag him off the car. This is now, and uh, so th yeah, that was kind of weird. It was like, oh, he, like. It's like like kryptonite or something. They got him, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a little bit laughable. It was a little bit laughable. It was just like, oh, right. come on, really? <laughs> it's actually a pretty good scene before that where this guy, this construction guy is coming down the hall, uh, down the steps, and he's like all rabid. He's got all kinds of shit coming out of his mouth. It's pretty disgusting. 
and Mildred does a good headshot with a shotgun and like takes him out. It's like a close up, and then he just <laughs> blows him away, and then he's yeah, he blows him off laying. like half his face. Yeah, and he's laying there. That's pretty good. And that's when they run out and they're at the car, and that's when the 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 guard knows. Saved by the garden hose. Saved by the garden hose. But yeah, that so Rollo now is out of there uh, trying to make their getaway. Yeah, but of course and, what happens, the, 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 you can't start the goddamn car. Right. That The whole the car won't start thing. And they're really working the, it's a station wagon. And they're really like, it's scary. They're, they're just shoving the, they're just shoving the car to and fro and. And, well, they uh, flip the car. The, like, sure, they, they power alone. They, they, right. They eventually flip it, and then it just kind of goes to black. And then next thing you see, this is pretty funny scene. This is now, it's the cops pull up, and then they just show a bunch of close-ups of the pistols shooting and shotgun shooting. It's just like, pow, 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 pow. They're just shooting randomly at whatever the fuck they're shooting at. And there's yeah, a scene. Don't they tell the guy, one guy tells them to stop? Well, Roger shows up and he's like, "Stop! There's there yeah. maybe uh, you know innocence or a lady in the car." <laughs> yeah, but the, what's that cop say? It's like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." Or oh, you know, or something. It was like, I forget what he says there. Oh God, I wish I remember. Oh. God, it's so funny. He just like tells him like, "Yeah," he, he warns oh, him. I I like, can't remember because he says it's like, "I've all, I got orders to kill on sight," but oh, it's right. Well, it's after they all have all stopped shooting. He just says, "Hold your fire." Right, but yeah, but he says something else to him. God, I don't remember. I wish I remember what he said. Like, it, it, but it's 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 just one of those lines. Like you're right. You're like you know, it's like those, you know, the one line that we always remember from a movie. Like it's just, yeah. and of course I can't remember it, but it was pretty. It was pretty damn funny. But anyway, so 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 now we've got we've got. Uh, um, I guess you have to watch the movie, folks, and you'll see the line. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got uh, Roger and Sylvia and Pete. Uh, uh, everybody's like laying around. There's bodies everywhere, uh, and uh, and of course Mildred too. Roger pulls them all out of the back of the car, which has been flipped over, and of course there's bodies everywhere. And now there's an ambulance, and uh, and uh, they're loading everybody in this old time ambulance. And uh, that's pretty much and, the end and, of the movie, you know. Yeah, it's pretty much. He says the one uh, Roger. This is the cool ending. With the line, another line that's what we always talk about how these movies always end with like this sort of dumb line. It's like, what's he? Wait, wait, I, I would, he, he, uh, Roger's talking to the ambulance, it looks like the ambulance driver or the doctor. He closes the door and Roger says something. The guy says, Yeah, you know, you never want to get hydrophobia, it's hell, or something like that. And that's oh, it's it. like, they, because dying of hydrophobia is complete agony, right? It's complete agony, and that's the big line at the end, and then that's it. They, it's they, got they, a they, really uh, weird uh, end credit sequence where it's just a shot of Pete. Pete running. He, he's got like a gun in his hand. He's got a cap, it's, it's a cap pistol, and he's just right, right. wandering. A, he's wandering through like a like a field, and it's like like he's just shooting. Like it looks like later on, he's in a different shirt or something, and he's just like walking. Right. It looks like a sunset, and he's kind of just walking towards these trees. But there's like an opening of like a grassy area. And he's just kind of walking down the middle of it, shooting his cap gun out to nothing. And he's just walking forward, like, you know, in, you know, into the background. 
Now, did you know? Oh, wait a there, there is a, an, uh, a different ending for this that I have not seen that is only available on the Grindhouse releasing a Blu-ray. And oh, I'm going to be buying this based on this ending alone. Because I, I got a, I got a really like cut up version of it on uh, <clears throat> that's really old and weathered, but it originally ends with a, a scene of Mildred revealed to still be uh, she's revealed to have contracted the rabies and kills Roger when he comes to visit her in her hospital bed. Oh and, God, I wish they'd have kept that in there. Shit. That, yeah, it's like it was. Yeah, they said it was either lost or cut from the film when it was originally released, but however, the footage was found. And restored to the the Grindhouse releasing Blu-ray. Oh, that's fantastic. An additional ending sequence that was lost for most cuts. I'm not sure if this is uh, on the disc or if it's available anywhere. It was cut from most... uh, It was lost for most cuts of the film since they cut this movie to shreds back in the day. Where Pete tries to turn himself in over to the police for causing everything that happened only uh, have the cops laugh him off and just basically be like, uh, you know, that's, (laughs) you know, Hey kid, you know, we don't know what you're talking about. These, these guys were just crazy. And so they don't believe him. So he tries to confess for his, uh, his misdeeds, which like, that's my final note here is in the end, Pete's fucking fault with his bad goddamn idea. But you know what? It was a bad idea. But you know what? I, I, I'm okay with Pete. You know, it's too bad that what he did would cause everything. But he was just like, hey, fuck these guys. These guys fucking fucked up my grandpa. They fucked up my sister. That's like, you know, but it was, you know. And, you know, he went over there and he's like, fuck, I'm going to get these motherfuckers. And he did what a kid would do. He didn't think it through, you know. But, again, you know, maybe maybe an adult would have done that, too. You know, you I, don't, know I don't like I don't we really... often say if, if the characters in these movies were as smart as us uh, watching them, then there wouldn't be a movie. Right. There would. Right. <laughs> you like, know. right. We wouldn't be talking about this movie if we didn't do that. So I'm I'm, I'm OK with Pete. I, I, he knows he fucked up. You know, he did. So he went a little too far, you know, in a real world, in the real world. It would have been nice for those construction guys. And then. In the beginning, just to go down there and just beat the shit out of the hippies and throw them out of town, you know, that's like that would have been the way to go. But, but, uh, <clears throat> or at least arrest them for the rape of that girl, you know. Shit, I mean, Jesus, Sylvia got raped, you know. Like, they, 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 well, I, I uh, love how with the, <laughs> the beginning, uh, I shouldn't say I love it or like it, but it's it, it's interesting in the beginning, even after the, the the hippie cult shows up, they're still just, um, Mildred is is still like, well, you know, like I, I think it was one of your construction guys that did it. Like, really, not the weird satanic right, not, right. that showed up, right? Not the not the cult that just rolled into town that just like took over an abandoned house. No, it's got to be yeah. the got to be the construction crew. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can yeah, kind of understand it when you see some of these guys in action, you know, but but still, it's like. Mm. I think right. you're kind of beating us over the head with, with like, who is responsible for this. Just right, to... right. <laughs> right. Um, well, let's go ahead and... I don't know that I have any more trivia unless you got something to add. Uh, I don't not... have the tri- I don't have the trivia like you do, and I don't have anything really to add. Um, you know, it, it ended like a movie that ended, like, 
those movies did back in the day. Uh, I do I do like that idea that you were telling me about that uncut. I'm going to look into that because I wouldn't mind having that copy. I'll send of that. you the, the the link to the ver- to that version. Yeah, because I, I I wouldn't mind this movie. This movie's worth owning. That. You know, I'd like to have that to be able to see that ending. I think that would be a yeah. I'd like cool. to, I'd I'd pay the the twenty or thirty dollars for it just to see that ending. It, it's totally right. worth it to me. But that being said, let's get into our final thoughts and ratings. And you know as well as anybody around here how we do things. Guests go first, so rating on a scale from one to ten, man. I think this show. I think this is one of those movies from back then that's just an absolute gem. I think it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a perfect definition of an exploitation movie. Um, it's got a great, it's got great villains. It's got a great revenge kind of a, you know, plot. Um, it's got weirdness galore, you know, I guess all kinds of weird shit going on. Um, and uh, it's got all kinds of wacky characters and people that you love to hate and hate to love. And, you know, and it, I, I, I like the movie a lot. So I'm going to give this an 8.5. Nice. I, I, and uh, I, I think it deserves it. Um, I think it's got, it hits all the notes and uh, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed revisit, enjoyed revisiting it again. And uh, I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. You could pick it apart. Like we always say, you know, you could, Oh, why did they do this? Why did they do that? Whatever. You know, they made the movie and there it is. We're watching it, you know, a hundred years later. So, you know, it's great. Yeah. And so I, I enjoyed it. It's got everything, and, it, and when you're into these kind of movies, this is what you, uh, this is what you want to watch. You know, these are the, this is what makes those kind of those <clears throat> those old. I could see sitting in an old grindhouse or something and watching this movie with a bunch of other movies for a couple of bucks back in the day. You know, if, if I was old enough. Yeah, you know? I like. I have to say, I like it better than the movie it was doubled with, with the double feature. I eat your skin. I eat your skin right. is, a, is a good movie, but I uh, drink your blood is a great movie. Yes, I agree, and uh, I'm glad we did it. Uh, I'm glad that uh, that was suggested, and uh, it's uh, um, had a great time. It was great. It was a good movie. I loved it all around. I thought it was a fantastic movie, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to seeing that other thing with the alternate ending. That would be a that would be a treat to see that. So I will. You send me that link, and by golly, I'll buy it. All right, I, I'm going that, to too. So you're you're coming in eight point five. Yes, sir. All right. I, for once, I'm coming in a little higher than you. I'm giving it oh. an even uh, an even nine. Um, the nice. only reason why I, I don't give it a ten is um, I, I felt like you know the the ending was a bit abrupt. Right. The only thing that just kind of culminates in the end is like ooh, three minutes from the end, then the cavalry shows up and there's a big massacre. It, it just felt very abrupt, and I kind of wanted right. <clears throat> I wanted Horace to become that 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 lead. He was the lead bad guy for so long to have him take be taken out by Rollo, just seemed a little weird. And right. the fact that they actually killed uh, a chicken live on, on camera, I I don't abide by <laughs> animal cruelty. Otherwise, I'd give it a full blown ten. It's everything right. you want in. Um, in a grindhouse exploitation film is a perfect drive-in type film. The music is great for this kind of movie. Yes. I, I remember reading a few reviews where a few people were dissing on the music. And so uh, one review in particular said it felt like a five-year-old with a Casio keyboard, which I have to completely disagree with. Uh, I love the, that uh, music has been used in another movie and I can't remember what it's been in. That I, phone, oh, dee, dee. That 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 weird keyboard. Yeah, that is that's in, a, that's was, in another uh, movie, and I, I can't I can't place it. 
it might be Invasion of the Blood Farmers, I wonder. I don't know, I'd, I'd but I, I, I recognize it. it. I totally recognize it. I went, oh, they used the coal. And then yeah, it, can... it seemed like it was reused from something, but I, I can't be quite quite sure. I can't, I can't place it, but if I ever hear it again, I, I, I will call you up personally and let you know. I, I, I know the movie. I know the movie. Yeah, because if you I figure know, out what I, it is, if you figure out I know, what it is, I've, let me know. I will let you know because I know I've heard that. That boo doo doo doo, that weird weird keyboard that that yeah. somebody said, oh, it sounds like a kid with a Casio. It may be just some cheap cheesy keyboard from back then, but it's fucking effective because it sounds great. I I'm glad you brought up the soundtrack. I, I was gonna bring that up and I forgot to. That's that had some a lot of cool a lot of cool sounds in that thing. There was some you know stuff you know those typical movies. I guess some of the stuff is kind of corny. But they had some good stuff on here that I yeah, really it's, liked. It's and, a and that, good that, uh, mood setter. It's a good mood yeah, setter. The exactly. Music. That's, ex that's what it's for, and it's exactly what it did. And so, but yeah, I, I, like the like, movie. I like the music. I feel like this movie is a notch above some of the other movies of its ilk from back in that day. It's edited really well. Uh, the fighting and, and the, the action is choreographed really well. Right. It's, it's lit very well unlike a, a movie that we just re reviewed here the right versus the vampire <laughs> woman and the sound is actually very good you know yeah. uh, it kind of it's, it's it's high end exploitation <clears throat> i agree you know and 100%. the fact that this only has a 6.0 rating out of 10 on imdb is just a travesty i think it deserves yeah i agree it, it deserves rating. yeah yeah it deserves way more than that but uh yeah great bad guys uh, you know great villains great premise all around you know, it's, it's it's a great movie. It, like a few little nitpicking things aside, but I I definitely give it a nine. So, an eight and a half and a nine out of ten. Where I think we're we're coming in pretty high on this one. I think so. I agree, and it deserves it. Well, this has been a fun one. I did I didn't know. I, I was wondering how you would feel about this one uh, when you suggested it. I was like, uh, I, you know, because usually I always end up like coming up with a bunch of titles, but when you right. suggested this one, I'm like. <clears throat> I'm like, ah, I'm like, I like the cut of your jib, sir. This is a good one. And, and the fact that we haven't done this one yet is kind of surprising. And it fits. It's definitely yeah. a grindhouse pizzeria type of movie. And I'll tell you what, it's, yeah. if you haven't seen it, folks, it's easy to see. Just get on Tubi or, you know, if you want to buy it, I own it, but, uh, you know, you, you can, can buy just get it on just Tubi. about anywhere. It, it's yeah. not out of print. It's on Tubi. It's on Pluto. I believe it's even on Prime. Uh, you can buy it on DVD, Blu-ray. Uh, I'm going to be buying that special edition Blu-ray. I'm, I'm going to look in and try to get the best deal that I can. But uh, I'm going to be buying it probably here by the end of the month. Uh, I would recommend yeah. it to anybody for their collection. Uh, without a doubt, I will be I will be buying that. Well, that being said, I think we'll stick a pin in this one for the, the evening. It's been a fun one. I always end up saying that it's been a fun one. But this is always a good time with you at the pizzeria, brother. I feel the same, my friend. I enjoy doing these shows and hope we just keep doing them because it's a lot of fun. As long as I am physically and uh, albeit mentally able to do them, I will continue doing them. <laughs> I feel I feel the same on both accounts, physically and mentally. But <laughs> I, I will be staying I away from any. Uh, I'll be staying away from many meat pies anytime soon, though. No right. pies in my future. <laughs> Some little kid. Offer me, offers me uh, a at, meat least, pie yeah. at, at a deli or a bakery. I'm just going to say no. Yeah, if a little 10 year old kid one offers me a pie, I'm, I'm going with the no politely. Yeah. Ah, no, no, thank you. I just ate. I just ate. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I just had an Egyptian feast. Yep. yep. 
<laughs> the Egyptian Ishtar feast. <laughs> right, exactly. I just had some Ishtar. This, you know, that's a good good uh, segue here because that's a good would be a good movie to put on a double bill with this blood oh, feast. Totally. And I drink your blood. Oh, without a doubt. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's a great. See, it's yeah, it would would have been much better with I drink your blood and blood feast and then I eat your skin. And I'm not right. saying that this I eat your skin, but it's just it's just an okay movie. It's not bad. It's no, just, I, yeah, it's just, I, eh, I, I can agree. take it or lose. I can take I eat your skin or I can leave I eat your skin. It doesn't, right. it doesn't really matter I that agree. much to me. But that being said, we'll stick a pin in this one for the evening, folks. You have been listening uh, to Grindhouse Pizzeria here on Cinema Degeneration, where the pizza ovens are always fired up, running for some good, cheesy, and meaty goodness. So I have been your host, Cameron Scott, and this has been my co-host, Tom Commissar, and we bid you a fond farewell. But before that, it's like the devil takes over the body, the mind reduced to the level of an animal, capable of the most savage acts. The color of red triggers an excitement in the mind, and of course, the fear of water and clear liquid produces an almost fanatical craving for raw flesh. What worries me is the fact that this here hippie group is on hard drugs. Coupled with a reaction to the rabies virus, it's bound to cause unthinkable complications.